When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good Risings, I'm Colin Bedell. Today is Tuesday, December 28th, and this is The Rising Sign. All right, so we got a big transit happening today. Lucky planet Jupiter, which rules success and vision and optimism, is entering Pisces until really the vast majority of next year. Okay, so this is a big deal, folks, because the last time Jupiter was in Pisces was about 11 and a half years ago. Jupiter enters a new zodiac sign every year and returns to where it was about 11 and a half years ago. So Pisces energy is going to be texturing 2022. And I want you to think about what emerged in your life in 2010 and a little bit of 2011 for some clues. Now, for the Pisces that are listening, your year is about to be expanded in extraordinary ways if you are audacious, courageous, risk-taking, and you lead with vision rather than circumstances. And you're really trying to develop new, creative, solution-oriented approaches to some of the problems that have kept you mired in shame, guilt, and cynical, critical self-talk. This year is affording you an extraordinary opportunity to rethink differently about living from vision, solution, and creative problem solving, not just circumstances, problem identification, etc. Now, with the rest of us who are not Pisces-influenced people, we will still experience a great benefit of Jupiter and Pisces because it is making us all really think about the value of compassion, empathy, forgiveness, And what's super interesting about those topics, especially forgiveness, because compassion and empathy have actually been researched with really thoughtful evidence, qualitative and quantitative evidence around from clinicians and psychologists. But something really interesting about forgiveness is that most of the literature and research on forgiveness sort of kind of comes up short and says, look, you can do it. You don't have to. We don't know. Figure it out. Really, you know, it argues that some of the research on forgiveness says it's not totally necessary. But then you might be thinking about your life and saying, well, wouldn't it be though? Just because what is forgiveness? What is my lack of forgiveness doing for me? Right? What's the result there? And I always like to think of forgiveness as a place where perhaps clinicians and psychologists have to kind of defer to the divinity and the spirituality practitioners because now we're getting involved in very different territory and I believe that forgiveness territory is Pisces territory and very metaphysical okay which is not to say that clinicians and psychologists or can't do the work and what we appreciate of them oh my god no I'm always looking at them and thinking about how to incorporate their evidence in my life I just mean that forgiveness is sort of the, the lane of the spiritualists a little bit And so what I wanted to offer you is the idea of who have you not forgiven in 2022 and what willingness do you have to forgive them? To try to have a perception that doesn't necessarily excuse and condone and think about, you know, getting back together or reuniting with this person. But could you have a perception where instead you are not as emotionally activated by what they did to you or didn't do for you? 
And could you perhaps incorporate some mercy, understanding, and just pardon sometimes of just like, you know what, that was then, this is now. You're different, I'm different. I don't want to hold on to this anymore. I forgive you, right? And it's interesting. Have you noticed that when people talk about forgiveness or when it's recommended to you, we immediately get defensive? And typically we'll think of that signal as, oh, that must mean I shouldn't. But wouldn't we want to forgive even more if we're that, you know, kind of hypervigilant? And again, it's not always necessary according to the work of Dr. Harriet Lerner and others. And there are real egregious examples where I would never recommend forgiveness without knowing all the context, right? But in the vast, vast, vast majority of cases where we haven't experienced significant egregious harm, what are we gaining by not forgiving? And I believe that Jupiter and Pisces will allow us to forgive and allow us to heal and allow us to empathetically and compassionately complete those areas of our lives so that what's available to us now and what's coming our way will kind of land in a different space. And that's my hope for you is that you can use Jupiter and Pisces to have miraculous forgiveness and healing and try to live in righteous relationship with all people, the ones who you disagree with, the ones who you might have been in conflict with, and watch your life transform. Because what we know about anger, what we know about uh, criticism and judgment and contempt is that they can catalyze us to really fantastic behaviors of redemption, behavior change, accountability. But when it's left unregulated, it can be really, really harmful. And so what can Jupiter and Pisces do for us to allow us to kind of move towards the place of forgiveness, healing, and compassion? So that's my question for you. So I hope that's helpful. I'm Colin, and you can find me at Queer Cosmos. Thank you for listening to Good Risings. If you enjoyed this podcast, please let us know by leaving a review because we love hearing from you. Have a great day, everyone. Bye. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.